0: Alright everyone, welcome back to the Awesome Monorails Podcast. This is Jordan. I'm joining today with Ryan. What's up man? What's going on dude? Oh man, just solid day. Solid day in the books. Gotta finish it off now with, uh, with talking to you. So, uh, get to we get to dive in today about our uh, trips to the Festival of the Arts. Oh wow, man, this,
1: uh, that was, that was quite a sight, wasn't it?
0: Yeah man, a flood of people. I gotta go opening weekend and the madness that was that, and you know, you got to go uh, a couple weeks after that, and uh, I just—it was, uh, was fantastic, it was my favorite festival. Uh, so I can't wait to get into this. Yeah,
1: that's actually uh, this is my first visit to Festival of the Arts, so I've I've kind of made the trifecta now of visiting all of the available festivals of Epcot, and uh, this one here was was pretty spectacular in its own capacity compared to the others.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. Uh, we're going to dive in. So, uh, sit back, relax and, uh, join us. And, uh, I'm going I'm to start with this. I, I hope that everyone got a chance to go to, uh, the Festival of the Arts this year. Uh, like I said, uh, previously, this is one of my, it's, it is my absolute favorite, uh, festival that Epcot does. You just have so many great things. You have so many great artists there on site a lot of times. Um, so not only is the artwork on display and there's so many different pieces and different styles. Um, I'm a huge, I'm huge into art and, uh, I've got a few pieces I've gotten over the years from this festival, uh, in my office and I absolutely love this festival, but a lot of the times the artists are right there in their tents as well, which is really, really cool. You get, you know, custom, custom signature on, on the pieces. Um, and then the food, the food's always just on another level, you know, they showcase it so, so perfectly, um, you know, highlighting the culinary arts, right? And then uh, top it all off, right? Like the, uh, the mascot of this festival is none other than figment. Uh, and so just, just a, fantastic uh always a fantastic atmosphere for this festival yeah and
1: um you know like how you you touched on how busy it was and i think a big factor to that is how short the festival really is that yeah for it to be such a popular festival it's one of the shorter festivals i think the shortest that they offer
0: yeah it's pretty close between it and festival of the holidays uh they're pretty close as far as uh, how long they they last but i do believe uh festival of the arts is the shortest uh so that yeah definitely plays a factor into it and that's again also too just another reason why you know definitely try to make the time find it in your schedule to get there while this festival is happening because it is so good and we're gonna dive in and uh, tell you all about why it's so good. So uh, I'll start. Um, we like I said previously, we uh, went down opening weekend of this festival, and the festival started on a Friday. We got down Friday night. Um, you probably if you're if you follow Disney or Disney events or anything like that. You probably saw the madness ensuing for the uh, popcorn buckets and the uh, five, six, seven hour wait times that people were waiting in line for a figment themed popcorn bucket. And uh, that was just, it was just a madhouse. And so we got down, uh, we got down Friday night. Uh, We actually stayed off property this time because I got a pretty killer deal uh, through Universal staying at the Cabana Bay Resort and one of their family suites. And I know this is a Disney focused podcast and we're going to do just that, but I would, uh, if I would, if I were you, I definitely take a look. If you're planning a trip down to Orlando um, and you're, you can go to Disney. Sure. Fine. Uh, you can universal's there too, uh, which you can definitely pop over there for. And, but you can at least, you know, you don't have to stay on property necessarily all the time. Uh, Universal has some great resorts and Cabana Bay is an absolutely great resort and, to get that family suite, uh, at the value that I did. Uh, it was great it, with me and my family of four plus, uh, my mom was there with us celebrating her birthday that weekend. And, um, so it, they have a lot of good amenities, um, really nice. So like I said, it was, it was pretty nice, but, uh, so we got down there uh, Friday night and ventured over after breakfast on Saturday morning to, at Epcot. And we knew the food booths wouldn't start opening until about 11, 1130. Uh, so we took our time getting over to Epcot, drove over, uh, just straight down I four from where we were Universal Boulevard and, uh, about ten fifteen minute drive and pulled in parked about 1030 or so. Um, and then, uh, you know, we walk into to world showcase and, uh, there it is, you know, they got all the, all the displays, you know, this year is so colorful. It's, you know, it's like a, all rainbow themed and just super bright and airy, you know, like, I just, I just love the theming of this. It looks so clean. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, like I said, it's just like whimsical, right? It's fun. And, you know, and and knowing that again, that figments the mascot of this uh, whole thing, right? Like kind of just the imagination theme, right? Like I just, I just love it.
1: In the main feature when you're coming in front of spaceship earth and then you uh, have the, the main area where all the topiaries are, uh, leading up to the port of entry, they have the the showcase um, behind the main figment feature with all the the flowers and the rainbow displays and the little pop ups mm-hmm. they have. They have the sidewalk chalk artist showcase there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. That's like you as soon as you start walking through, right? You you see all the signage and you see all the decorations, but then you you walk right through that main that main drag leading up to world showcase in the port of entry, and you just you see all the sidewalk art, and you know when we got there, we were we were there a little earlier. Uh, like I said, a little earlier in the morning, so some of them had just started, uh, some were in the middle, you know, and some were completed. But uh, it was man, what what a just sit, sit there. We just stood there and watched them a lot, and uh, we got a little opportunity to sit, be a little closer for a little while too. I'll get into that in a minute, but uh, yeah, it's so awesome, so awesome to see just people doing that with that talent, putting it to work right there in front of you. Um, it's pretty awesome.
1: It really is. And, you know, both of us, we've, we've always been, you know, as especially as kids and young teens, we were, we were pretty big in art and designing things and drawing pictures. Like you and I both had a little bit of artsy sides so Yeah. Uh, I definitely appreciate people keeping like the, the fine arts uh, alive, keeping that, keeping that going.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And that's why I love, again, love this festival because it showcases all the arts, right? You're, you're getting culinary arts uh, with great food. Uh, and then you're getting all these graphic arts and um, thrown different ways. Uh, they do stage performances as well. Um, so it's just really cool. They do like, you know, painting performances and things. It's, it's just, it's insane. Uh, some of the things that's happening at the, at this festival. And it really is just talent on display left and right, no matter where you, where you go. So, diving in a little bit here so we we arrived we got into to we got into world showcase and you know people are already started lining up and that's for the aforementioned popcorn buckets uh this was day two of the festival that i'm there uh so lines are already forming for the pop eats booth uh where the buckets were being sold at and like i said the day before the wait times got up to as long as seven hours for this thing and it's pretty crazy but um you know we walked around just checked out everything um, and waited really till uh, the booths got, got open. And uh, first booth we decided to go with was the donut box. Um, Mainly because my son just wanted a big donut. And so we went uh, to the donut box, grabbed the inside out donut, which was a vanilla donut with Bavarian cream. Um, He destroyed the thing. I took a small bite that he allowed me to have graciously. And um, you know, a five-year-old with a donut you know no questions asked but um and then uh while we were while we were heading back uh from the donut box uh my wife and i decided like you know what let's just go ahead we wanted to grab a spot in line for this popcorn bucket and not solely for the popcorn bucket we were actually very very interested in uh the food at this booth because uh this is a booth that's been there in previous um in previous events and it has some of our favorites that we've had. I mean, so they were only running one line for this booth. So no matter what, if you just wanted food and no bucket, you had to wait in the same line. So we thought, you know what, might as well. Mine wasn't too bad. It actually started right there, um, in between the topiaries, um, right there with all the sidewalk artists. So we were able to watch them for a while, uh, while we stood in line and, And, um, you know, we went back and forth and traded out. We, you know, went over to, uh, different stores, uh, the creation store that was, uh, newly opened. Uh, we went over there, uh, just traded in and out people. So we didn't feel like we were just standing in line for what ended up totally being, uh, an hour and 46 minutes. So not terrible. Uh, it's definitely not five, six, seven hours. That's just a little crazy to me. Uh, but got our hands on a couple of nice looking buckets and, uh, I got one for Ryan
1: and much appreciated. You saved me a lot of waiting.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, man. I got you. That's what we do. But, uh, so yeah, we, we got through, uh, to the end of the line, uh, snagged a popcorn bucket. Well, two of them, one for me, one for Ryan, of course, and grabbed some of this food. Like I said, this was probably some of the most, these were the foods that we were most excited about, uh, when we looked at the festival menus. So, couple of our favorites we pretty much got almost everything from this booth uh we got the tomato soup with the grilled cheese and this year they brought back the little faux cans uh for the tomato soup uh that said pop eats on them so they're the themed cans uh they only lasted like three or four days of last year's festival and by the time we got there last year uh, and had this dish they were completely sold out and so i was like, super excited to see that they were still there uh, and doing it again, uh, so I got my hand on on one of those I had the standard grilled cheese exactly what you would want the tomato soup is like a, really a tomato bisque um it 's super flavorful um i'm not like i'm not a big tomato guy actually uh but this tomato soup is insane um, I also got the 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 other type of grilled cheese which had bacon, apples, and brie and it was pretty insane that also came with tomato soup but um the flavors in that man are just were just so rich with that brie cheese and then the bacon and then the sweetness of the apples i think they were probably green apples and because they were tar- they were tart and sweet um and just the crunch of that grilled cheese like it's just it was pretty crazy
1: that's making me salivate just just hearing that description
0: yeah i i would eat another one right now Oh uh, Yeah. um, And then uh, we also snagged one of the uh, the almond frangipane cakes that uh, was layered with raspberry jam and Belgian chocolate. And this is just a funky looking slice of cake that basically had, had, looked like it was um, lack of a better term, it looked like it was made, made out of Legos. It was just this kind of blocky design that had the raspberry jam in certain spots and then the Belgian chocolate in certain spots and just a really really cool presentation. Uh, fantastic flavors. Uh, it wasn't as sweet because you had the almond backing everything, and uh, so it was super good. And then uh, of course we snagged some popcorn buckets, and we just snagged a spot right there on the on the turf. Uh, really like kind of uh, right next to where uh, Starbucks is right there uh, because that's where the Pop Eats booth is this year. Uh, so the Pop Eats booth last year was literally at the entrance of the port of entry, uh, to the left. Um, but now it's over to the right, basically across, you know, facing the Starbucks and the restrooms there, uh, normally where honey bistro is from other uh, festivals. And so you got that really nice area you can sprawl out and just, uh, take a load off in that grass, um, turf there. And it was, you know, that's really, really That's really nice there.
1: Yeah. I kind of feel like that they, they moved the booth over there anticipating the long line for the popcorn bucket. So the line could wrap around the inner guardrail of the lake.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. And uh, so it makes total sense. You know, they planned that. So, Um, and then we just took, again, this was, this was opening weekend. It was insanely busy uh, that weekend. It was also uh, a holiday weekend with a Monday off for a lot of people. So, a lot of people were making their way into Epcot, especially by the time that we had waited in line uh, for Pop Eats. And then eaten. Uh, it was probably 1 o'clock, 1.30. And so we just started venturing around. Like I said, we we ate a lot from the Pop Eats booth. So we were just looking to see what else kind of snacks we could get ourselves into. Um, walked around, tried to get to a couple of the booths. Um, I think you actually got to, uh, Ryan, but we wanted to try to get to the Encanto booth for the empanadas and some of the other things that are there. Oh, yes. Um, didn't get a chance. To, I mean, every booth was at least 40 people deep. Uh, Encanto booth uh, it was like 50, 60, 70 people deep. Uh, so it was it was pretty busy day at Epcot that day. So uh, we actually made it all the way around uh, World Showcase. Um, literally almost all the way back to the very beginning uh, near uh, just past Mexico and stop where we stopped at our next booth. So that's just goes to show you like it was just insanely packed at Epcot. But we uh, we made it over to uh, the Craftsman's Courtyard, which is actually a new booth this year. Uh, It's near the Disney Traders building. uh, So just past the Joffreys. And uh, this is one of those booths that they had the, grill fired up right right next to it so you're just getting all the smells from everything that they're cooking right there and it was it's um it's a booth that features uh, a lot of seafood and um and salads and so it's it's based off of uh california like coastal california so they've got a lot of really cool dishes but we got the cast iron seared steelhead trout with the parsley salad, it's got grape tomatoes, it had calamata olives, capers, and lemon aioli. And man, the flavors out of this thing, it was just so good. You get that, you know, it's, it's trout's an oily fish. Um, you mix it with those fresh uh, flavors from uh, from the salad. And man, what a, what a combination. We actually paired that also too um, with uh, the North Coast Brewing Co. Um, Blue Star Wheat Beer which is also California uh, based beer. And I think you can actually from time to time, find that beer at baseline and, and Hollywood studios. And if you've listened to a previous episode of ours, uh, you know, baseline is one of our favorite places. Uh, so North coast, check them out. Uh, if you like, if you like this beer at this booth, uh, you can find that you can find some of their, more of their beers uh, over at baseline tap house and Hollywood studios. If you, uh, if you want. Yeah, that sounds like
1: a solid pairing, though having that a good weedy kind of bready beer with a light yeah. dish like a fish with some saltiness of the olives and the capers. That just that just sounds like a a, a broad spectrum of flavor.
0: Yeah, it was it was a perfect pairing. Uh, it was yeah, so good. They also have some really good wine selections there at this booth. So if you're a wine person, uh, they would have a chardonnay, a rosé, a cabernet sauvignon, or they do it as a flight as well for those wines. So this is your booth if you're a wine person as well.
1: They, they really like um, there was a large diversity compared to the other festivals as far as food goes. There was a large diversity of different foods.
0: Yeah, there was. And, you know, like I, I wish we would have got a, a chance to try some of the other ones that, you know, um, th- there's just so many good looking things that on the on these menus, uh, the deconstructed dish which is also right there, um, almost next to, uh, the pop eats booth. Uh, it was completely slam packed. Uh, but they had like deconstructed BLT with uh, pork belly. Um, they had a deconstructed French onion soup. Um, they had a deconstructed key lime pie, which I love key lime pie. It's one of my absolute favorites. And then listen, they had, I was, I am so mad. I didn't get to ch- try this. They had a deconstructed apple pie a la mode drink. It was apple cinnamon gelato, cinnamon apple cider, apple pie filling, and streusel.
1: Man, that's just actually I think our mom's got to hit this booth. I think my I was just talking to my mom earlier and she tried the um the deconstructed BLT and said that was fantastic.
0: Yeah. I mean it just it sounds so good i i just wish we would have the chance i just you know again you playing with fire when you go during you know opening weekend of the festival but um you know and we're super happy with what we did get to have but uh man some of these just so good and you know with the limited time of the festival you just gotta you gotta make time and you gotta get down there and go and experience some of this stuff
1: yeah so um I'll I'll kind of fill in the blanks with some of my experiences I had with the food since Jordan's already kind of talking about the food. Um, But my family, we went uh, just this past weekend, so two weeks after uh, Jordan and his family went, and we uh, we booked a room at Pop Century right there on the Skyline route. Uh, We was able to um, snag a decent room at a good price. They had some discounts going, so we were able to take advantage of some of the annual pass holder discounts. And uh, that put us, you know, with direct access to Epcot. So um, we got in there, and I'll, I'll kind of make quick work of, of explaining which foods we got. But my my main objective was to go to the Encanto booth, um, just because that's the, the newest, latest, greatest craze for Disney. And um, my kids were all about it. Um, I I ended up trying the potato and chorizo empanada, and um, that has a, a turmeric ai- aioli. And um and also it comes with an auto aioli, so it's a lot of uh, bold, kind of South American Colombian mm. spice flavors. But um, mm. it was just it was so good. It was you know think of an empanada like a a pot pie crust folded in half almost like a meat pie, and um, it was actually a fairly good sized portion for a festival dish, uh, but it's just the potatoes were were just so tender and fluffy. And the chorizo just perfectly spiced. It didn't really give me no heartburn or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, paired that with a nice uh, Labat Light that I picked up from the the Canada booth on the way in.
0: <laughs> so um,
1: I grabbed two because I knew I'd drink one on the way oh, there really? and another one with my food.
0: <laughs> you have to. So, <laughs> I
1: was kind of being a um, you know a man of culture, trying different things at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the. The empanada was probably the biggest hit for me, just because I love, I love things with pastry shells, like mm. pastry dough. It's just I don't know, there's something about it, it's just that crunch and the fluff. Um, but we also made our way over to the Italy booth to try something that we already had during the festival of the holidays, which is the bomboloni, which is like a um, a Nutella hazelnut um, filling inside of a small, uh, like a donut puff pastry with powdered sugar on it. Oh my gosh. And we had those with sangria or my wife had sangria with it during festival of the holidays, but I paired mine with the Peroni Pilsner, which is indigenous to Italy. Mm. So um, I once again paired that with it and uh, it was just as amazing as it was, you know, back in December when I tried it. So that was, that was a little repeat item, but that was just something that was that good that I had no problem trying it again. Um, wow. Just then the Peroni Pilsner is such a clean. Oh yeah. Uh, just, I I can't even explain it. It's like, it's, it's like Stella, but better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you, if you like, if you like Stella Artois and go find a Peroni Pilsner, I mean, you can find them at Publix. If you have Publix in your area or like a total wine or anything like that, it's not really hard to find per se, um but it gets overlooked a lot of times i feel like and you know it's just not widely advertised or anything like that in the states but man peroni is fantastic the first time i had a peroni was in amsterdam of all places it had a little italian pizza joint there and yeah ever since then it's like okay peroni good let's go
1: i also made my way over to the uh, american pavilion and tried the cherry blossom funnel cake oh which my was so funky and unique and i mean that in a good way it's just a mixture of flavors that go so well together it was so well well thought of
0: they you know they just do they always pull out like just some crazy unique flavors for their funnel cakes you know like you've got the classic right which is everyone knows and loves and then i mean some of these flavor combinations that they come up with for these things like insane what you would like, oh, I'm going to make a funnel cake with the like the red velvet. Like who makes a red velvet funnel cake? Right. And like just funnel cakes are already so rich. It's like, OK, well, let's add red velvet to this.
1: <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, like, let's just go ahead and turn it up to 15. Let's yeah. not worry about the scale of one to 10. Let's go ahead and exceed that.
0: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, that's true. American fashion, right? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, we're 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 a people of decadence. <laughs> so uh, speaking of decadence, this uh this cherry blossom funnel cake, the funnel cake itself is a chocolate chip funnel cake. So that right there, decadent. Just <laughs> just ridiculous. Oh. but then not only that, it's topped with cherry ice cream. <laughs> but not only that, rainbow whipped cream. So you're thinking whipped cream with sprinkles in it, nice colorful presentation, beautiful but then they also garnish it with miniature chocolate chips and they add a little maraschino cherry on top because what says Americana more than whipped cream and a cherry. Right. Wow. But just (laughs) the, the chocolate chips, the cherry, the, the cream of the whipped cream is just such a, on, on paper, you look at it and it's like, what in the world kind of crazy person did this? And then you try it and you're like, okay, I'm a crazy person because this is delicious. Yep. And, um, it's it just one of those like i got one bite of it and the kids ate the rest
0: oh yeah this is normally yeah. how it goes
1: yeah i you know i, I paired that with a um just a, a bud light just to kind of stick with the americana vibe and <laughs> you know nothing wrong there bud lights just you know it's like a toyota camry of beers and never disappoints
0: <laughs> it's always reliable
1: yeah so, <laughs> um but uh, thankfully, Jordan was able to get in that line for the popcorn bucket because by the time we got down there, it was sold out. So mm. you you are a clutch. I'll hey, man,
0: just had to do it for it. Right. Just do it for the brand and let's go. So
1: but, I, you know, I do wish that this festival lasted a little longer because this this festival is just so intriguing to me. Like you said, there's culinary arts, performing arts. There's fine arts it's just such a broad spectrum of things and the people of any walks of life can appreciate whatever that festival has to offer. So, um, you could go there with an open mind and enjoy anything and everything you taste, see, smell, whatever. Like it's, it's, it's to me, one of the best ones I've been to
0: yet. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is one of the disappointing things, you know, just given our personal schedules right now, uh, for myself and my family, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to get back down before this thing, uh, for this thing, uh, closes. And, uh, that is the, sh- the shame part of this is, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a chance to get back down there and, and see, just experience more of the, more of the offerings. Like I said, there's always something going on with this festival, whether it be stage shows or some of, you know, just getting to meet and greet the artists, um, you know, all the food booths, right? Like, just so many things. You have the you have the wall, the mural that everyone can paint by numbers uh, to make the big mural, which is a cool activity. Um, love seeing it at the end. I mean, it's just just so many little things that go on with this particular festival that you know it's crammed crammed in with you know within the short amount of time that it is it is a little bit of a shame that you know it's not a little bit longer to just allow for that um and i think as this grows in popularity which i think it absolutely is now um like i said when i was when we were there plenty of people enjoying this festival um i think it may get it may get expanded to to going a little longer and i would i would welcome that for sure
1: absolutely and not to mention the weather the entire time for this festival was beautiful you know sunny weather cool oh yeah cold mornings actually like cold enough i actually got to rock my new uh mickey waffle spirit jersey so (laughs) i was brooding disney energy at at my time down at epcot
0: (laughs) i love it i love it yeah it's just yeah you can't ask for anything better right like just some just some nice cool weather in florida Uh, it's some it's one of my favorite time of year to to visit disney especially epcot you get the you get that wind coming across uh the water there and as you walk your walk your way around world showcase and uh it's just just so nice i just love it Uh, it's just a beautiful beautiful time of year to go down and enjoy disney it really is and um I, I, i like you said i think especially if they
1: keep rolling out stuff like the figment popcorn buckets they're gonna have to extend the the range of days that this festival goes on because there's so many people trying to get down there and of course if more people are trying to get there, that's a chance for them to make more money. So if they can extend this festival, that's a longer period of time that they can have more guests there in anticipation for whatever that festival is offering at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think they could too. Especially, you know, I, I probably I get it too. It's they're coming off of, uh, you know, they're coming off of a pandemic. Um, so there's you know, probably still struggling a little bit to. F- figure out scheduling and things like that and getting even getting artists there. Right. Um, world's a little bit of a different place still. And, you know, so that's, that's probably a factor into it as well. And we'll see how this, how this shakes out for, for next year, but, uh, I, I know what I'll be, I'll be back ready to go for next year. Yeah. I'd,
1: I'd like to try and, uh, get us down there and we do a on site podcast for, for this next year since it's kind of, been amped up a little bit. I think this would be a good chance for us to do a mm. a nice little uh, live podcast edition for, for all, all these folks out here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We can absolutely do that. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely down for that. And I think uh, we can bring some great content for these people uh, speaking of great content. So we just launched off dot our new website. So if you haven't been there yet, go check it out. Uh, you can follow along the, all the episodes will be posted there as well. Um, we also are bringing some uh, blog posts to you there too. So not only are you going to get uh, behind the scenes looks and uh, dive deeper into all of our stories around all of our episodes. Um, you also get uh, photos of the uh, places we go like this episode. will have will have uh, uh, some photos from all the food uh, that we got to enjoy this festival. Uh, but we also are going to share some other uh, personal stories from, from our personal experiences as we, uh, we go along our, our journey of uh, going to Disney and uh, just again, our goal is to just bring some additional content that that helps uh, that helps people. So uh, if you haven't if you haven't been there yet, go check it out off the We invite you to go uh, join us there and leave some comments and, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. And as a side note, um, some of the blogs are still a work in progress. We're trying to get caught up in all that and getting these things composed. Um, but as we add, uh, blogs to our feed, we will announce them on our socials. So we'll be sure and get that information out so you can head over and check it all out as, as it's available. Um, but I'd say within the coming couple of weeks that, you know, all of our blog entries should be up to date and, um, and, and, be posted. So, so be ready for some announcements on those and, uh, it'll, it'll, you know, give you a chance to dive deeper and, and you know, kind of, get these pictures and a little bit of extra information and kind of put these stories all together for you. And you can, you can interpret them for however you want to see it.
0: Yeah. And that, again, right. Just, we just want to bring more information to to people and, uh, and also connect with you at the same time. This allows you to get our personal takes on, on things happening. Uh, again, we're, we're going to share our opinions and you can do with them what you want. Um, they're just opinions. Uh, but you know, we're, we get the opportunity to go and experience different things at Walt Disney World. And so uh, we want to share them with you. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have them there. Uh, and like Ryan said, we will share these across all of our socials. So uh, you can follow us there uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have some stuff on YouTube. Uh, we've got TikTok tock uh, at off the monorails. So just check us out there at, at off the monorails. Uh, did I miss anything, Ryan?
1: No, I think uh, I think we covered all the bases on on, you know, the
0: the launch of the website and trying to get everything situated with the blog. So. All right, man. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Then I appreciate everybody uh, taking some time to give us a listen and hear our thoughts on the Festival of the Arts Festival this year, 2022. And with that being said, we'll catch you next time. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails.